This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, this league, man, let's get to some of the matchups tonight in the NBA on a Friday. Uh, And, Jenks, I am going to start. uh, Let's start with a decent one. Let's go Knicks and Sixers. And we have uh, Philly laying five and a half here. Not seeing a total just yet, but of the games, I feel like this may be one of the better ones. Is there a side you like here? You're telling me you want to just gloss over Spurs and Pistons tonight? In if you want to talk about it, no, you go okay. ahead, sweetie. <laughs> no, I I looked at that game. My my only handicap, I was like, this game is garbage. That's all I put down. I'll talk about next <laughs> I honestly, I don't want to bet on this game. And here's why. I cannot find a a trend that I like. And you're not always looking at trends here. But I New York is 18 and 9 against the number on the road this season. Best in the league. Philly is 17-10-1 against the spread at home this season. That is fifth best in the NBA. I think maybe you take a look at the over because as elite as Philly is on offense, they do have a questionable defense, and that Knicks defense conversely can struggle at times. So I'll wait till a number is posted on the total and maybe lean to the over there. But as far as picking a side, I won't know part of picking a side here. Well, it's hard to pick a side when we don't know what's going on with Joel Embiid. Uh, Questionable Mm -hmm. for this one with a foot injury. I think he probably plays, but this is not something that I want to bet my money on. Clearly, he's a big part of that Sixers roster. And, of course, we know Mitchell Robinson's still out indefinitely for the Knicks. They have taken a big hit uh, when trying to defend other post players. So that would not be a great matchup when going against Philadelphia if – Joel Embiid is, in fact, playing in this game. All right, let's go to another game. Let's do Suns Pacers next uh, and just go down the list, I suppose. Uh, Phoenix laying a point and a half total off the board. Jinx, we know the big trade was Kevin Durant, but he is not available to play just yet. In the meantime, the Suns will be without Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson because they got traded away in that trade. So some of the depth pieces are now gone for Phoenix. Jay Crowder was not really playing. He was being held out. He's now shipped off to Milwaukee. So of the players who are left, do you like the Suns here on the road? I do not. I actually like the Pacers here. The Pacers were, yeah, this, the, the Suns are, even when they're at full strength and Kevin Durant returns from his knee sprain and he's in that lineup, it really is the only sabotage factor for the Suns in that their starting five is going to be just unbelievable. But they won't have a lot of depth. And that's one thing come playoff time. You absolutely have to have, you have to rotate guys in because mentally and physically, those series are so exhausting. But as it pertains to this particular game, the Suns are, A, they're already thin. B, they're not going to be at full strength. And then C, I I think the Pacers here have the advantage at home getting points. They were so much better earlier in the season at home. It sort of fell off in the past couple weeks, but that's when Tyrese Halliburton was out of the lineup. Now he's back. So give me the Pacers and the points at home. Yeah, I really like the Pacers here. I think it's a a tough spot for Phoenix going on the road here. And also – Just they don't have a ton of depth. Like I said, a lot of their key pieces trade away when it comes to their secondary players or even guys that are starting. Also, Devin Booker is out. uh, uh, That one says uh, for Atlanta. That's last night. So maybe he's playing in this one. Uh, But still, there are a lot of pieces to put together for the Suns. And plus, like you said, the Pacers have been pretty good against the number, especially at home this season. 18, 10, and 1 ATS when playing in 
Indiana. So I'll take the Pacers getting the points. Let's go on to the next matchup. Jenks, do you want to talk about Hornets Celtics or is this an no play? Sure. Sure. Well, I'm going to Boston. I'm going to Boston Ooh, this afternoon. Are you going to this yeah. game? No, I'm not. I thought about it. And then I thought about going to the Cavs Bruins game on Saturday. But the lovely Catherine is already there for work. And we kind of wanted to make it our Valentine's weekend because Valentine's Day falls in the middle of next week. And you can't really do a whole lot with that. So we're just going to be visiting with a couple of friends. We're going to just hit some restaurants, bars, taking different places in the city. So we're not going to have time to go to a game, which is totally fair. But as far as laying the number on this game, I'm surprised this spread is so high. Jalen Brown's not going to play. Is that facial fracture? We probably won't see him until after the All-Star break. But then again, the Hornets traded away Mason Plumley, so they're going to have a big void in the middle. I think I would still lean Celtics just because even without Marcus Smart and Al Horford and Robert Williams the other night, they beat the Sixers outright. They've still won five of six. The Hornets are bad even on the road, not not as bad as you might think, but still not great. I will lean Celtics, but man, laying 10 and a half is not something I'm too interested in. Yeah, this game stinks. I don't want to play this one it at is. all because it's hard to make a case for the Hornets, like you said. Not only did mm-hmm. they trade away Mason Plumley, they also have not won games and they haven't covered numbers. And these are two bad teams. They lost as favorites to the Pistons. They lost as favorites to the Magic. And then they lost pretty handily to the Washington Wizards, despite getting three and a half points, did not cover that number. 0-4 against the spread in their last four games. It's not been a good run for Charlotte. But like you said, every um, you know most of the big pieces are out for Boston. It's a huge number. Just seems like there is not a way to play this one that I would feel comfortable with. Uh, let's go to Toronto Raptors Jazz. We've got Toronto minus seven and a half and a total of 232 and a half jinx what's the play i'm going to lean to the over i i think the raptors are the right side and the early money is all over toronto but that spread still seems a touch high to me toronto has a top 10 defense that's your sabotage factor but they're dead even when it comes to totals at home this season 14 to 14 on the flip side when the jazz hit the road they start to loosen up defensively, which is why they're one of the best road over teams in the league. They're 17 and nine to the over when playing away from Salt Lake City. So if you want to lean, I think over is the way to go. I think I'll roll with Toronto here, even though they're yeah. a little banged up uh, if you look at the injury report. But Utah is one of those teams that you play them when they're playing in Utah, where they're 18 and 12 mm-hmm. at home, but on the road, they have been abysmal. Nine and 17 straight up. When playing on the road, I'll say their ATS record is a touch better. You know, they're actually uh, right at 500 at covering numbers. So maybe that's the case here because it is a sizable spread. Uh, But still, I think I'll roll with Toronto. Utah has not been in good form as of late. Two and four ATS over the last six. Meanwhile, Toronto has been on a pretty good run at six and three straight up in their last nine games. So I'll roll with Toronto. Don't feel great about it. But yeah, I think that's the side for me. Uh, let's go to the Rockets. Uh, John Wall's new team on the road at the Heat here. Miami minus 10 and a half. We are not sure if John Wall is going to stay in Houston, but for the time being, he was one of the pieces that uh, traded away uh, to Houston. Clearly, he's not going to play in this game, but Jenks, another big number. Is there anything worth talking about here? No. The only thing we're talking about is John Wall. How crazy has his career gone? I, I, I'm... 
I'm just really interested in it because in DC, when he was a wizard at the peak of his career, it looked like he was going to explode and become a superstar, had injuries. And now I'm telling you, the Rockets are going to buy him out. I, I do not want to bet on this game. I don't know who's going to suit up for the Heat tonight. Maybe Shaq will get back in uniform. I don't know. Maybe Tim Hardaway Sr. I never know who's going to play for the Heat. But even if you look at the trends, Chelsea, like how do you bet on this game? Miami is the worst team in the league against the number. They're 8-17-2. The Rockets on the road, 8-19 and against the spread. That's second worst in the NBA. Maybe you look at the under because Miami is a very good defensive team, but Houston plays such bad defense. You can score all over them. I This is a complete stay away for me. The last time I think we were talking about the Heat and you were joking about old players playing for the Heat, and you said, they'll probably trot out Udonis Haslam out there. Guess what? Udonis Haslam has been playing minutes. The guy's 42. It's and I'm watching these games. I'm like, I think Jinx was kidding, but he's actually playing. He has played double-digit minutes in three of the last four games for the Miami Heat. So no offense to Udonis Haslam. That just goes to show that the depth issues for Miami have been pretty deep. That Udonis Haslam, he of 42 years young, uh, is getting, it seems like, significant minutes for Miami. All right, T-Wolves Grizzlies. Grizz at home here, laying eight and a half, not seeing a total in this one. Jenks, I always want to take the Grizzlies at home, but it feels yeah. like they never cover, especially when it's big numbers. Are you willing to take Memphis here? No way. Now, early in the season... The Grizz were a machine at home. They were awesome. We right. won money on the Grizzlies at home. They were they were one of those teams that was terrible away from Memphis, but at home, a moneymaker. In their last 11 games, Chelsea, they're 3-8 and eight against the number. I, I think you lean T-Wolves, or I like the under here whenever the total is posted because, A, the Timberwolves just got rid of D'Angelo Russell, so there's one of their big scores gone now. And look at the trends. The under has cashed in nine of Minnesota's last 10 games overall. And when the T-Wolves and Grizz play each other, under is hitting five straight. I'd go with the under. <sighs> Hate this game too. Uh, Memphis mm-hmm. has not been trustworthy. Even when they're favorites, they're losing games outright to teams that they should not be losing to. Uh, lost outright to Portland as six-point favorites. Uh, lost outright to Toronto as one-and-a-half-point favorites and lost to Minnesota uh, on January 27th as points and a half favorites. This is not a trustworthy team right now. On paper, they should be good. And yes, the T-Wolves are going to be kind of decimated. Rudy Gobert also questionable for this one uh, with a groin injury. So I'm not really sure who's playing, but still it's a big number for a Grizzlies team that's not been great at covering these numbers. Jinx, are there any other games on here that you want to fit in real quick? Yeah, very quickly. Let's go Thunder tonight, getting three and a half in are on the road against the Blazers. We keep, It's almost to the point where you almost want to blind bet the Thunder. I mean, come on. They're on the road, they're 16-10-1 against the number. Overall, 33-20-1 tops in the league. Let's go OKC. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Thunder have been great for us on the show. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.